Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Sisters, what more shall I say? I have not time to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, did what was righteous, obtained the promises. They closed the mouths of lions, put out raging fires, escaped the devouring sword. Out of weakness they were made powerful, become strong in battle, and turned back foreign invaders. Women received back their dead through resurrection. Some were tortured and would not accept deliverance in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others endured mockery, scourging, even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, sawed in two, put to death at sword's point. They went about in skins of sheep or goats, needy, afflicted, tormented. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered about in deserts and on mountains and caves and in crevices in the earth. Yet all these, though approved because of their faith, did not receive what had been promised. God had foreseen something better for us, so that without us they should not be made perfect. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerasenes. When he got out of the boat, at once a man from the tombs, who had an unclean spirit, met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had frequently been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjured you by God, do not torment me. He had been saying to him, Unclean spirit, come out of the man. He asked him, What is your name? He replied, Legion is my name. There are many of us. And he pleaded earnestly with him not to drive them away from that territory. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they pleaded with him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. And he let them, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd of about two thousand rushed down a steep bank into the sea, where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away and reported the incident in the town and throughout the countryside. And people came out to see what had happened. As they approached Jesus, they caught sight of the man who had been possessed by legion, sitting there clothed and in his right mind, and they were seized with fear. Those who witnessed the incident explained to them what had happened to the possessed man and to the swine. Then they began to beg him to leave their district. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed pleaded to remain with him. But Jesus would not permit him, but told him instead, Go home to your family and announce to them all that the Lord in his pity has done for you. Then the man went off and began to proclaim in the Decapolis what Jesus had done for him, and all were amazed. The Gospel of the Lord. Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey? A great question by the stunned apostles on their boat after Christ calmed the raging sea of Galilee. That was the last line in chapter 4 of Mark. They had started out in Capernaum on the western shore of the lake. And in today's passage, 
The first line of chapter 5 from Mark, they arrived on the eastern shore, the land of the Gerasenes. Gerasa was a pagan town in an area known as the Decapolis, which was Greek for ten cities, Decapolis. They were pagan towns with pagan shrines and temples. That is why a herd of swine was featured in this episode. This was not Jewish territory, for Jews did not eat pork. Scholars argue the Gerasene episode took place on the northeastern shore of the Sea of Galilee because there's some huge cliffs there, and archaeologists have discovered tombs carved out into the cliffs. A man, a, a demoniac, lived in those tombs. A priest wrote, he was a wild and savage creature who lived among the unclean tombs and went wandering naked throughout the countryside. He had the strength of a monster and had repeatedly broken the ropes and chains with which the people tried to bind him. Sometimes he would howl wildly and beat himself with stones. He was such a terror that no one would travel through the district where he wandered. But when he saw Christ in the distance and ran to meet him, instead of attacking him, he fell prostrate and shrieked, What do you have to do with me, Jesus, Son of God Most High? It's interesting that the demon knew Christ's name, Jesus. The name Jesus, Joshua in Hebrew, brought back the memory of the great leader who brought the Israelites into the promised land. Bishop Sheen wrote, the fact that Christ was prefigured by Joshua indicates that he had the soldierly qualities necessary for the final victory over evil, which would come from the glad acceptance of suffering, unwavering courage, resoluteness of will, and unshakable devotion to the Father's mandate. Of course, most Jews and pagan alike were mistakenly looking for earthly deliverance through politics and military exploits. And that idea was buttressed when the demoniac gave his name. My name is Legion, for we are many. In Palestine, the word Legion was never spoken without inspiring a vague fear. At the time of Christ, the Roman Legion varied between five and 6,000 soldiers. That multitude of armed men welded into such wonderful compactness as to form an invincible war machine seemed a superhuman institution. Isn't it interesting? When the town came running to the cliffs to see what happened, they saw the demoniac dressed in clothes and acting normal. They then looked at Christ, and then they looked at 2,000 dead pigs at the bottom of the cliffs. They begged Christ to leave, and the former demoniac begged to go with him. Christ's intent, of course, was not to ruin the economy in Jeresa. No, he was showing them that he didn't come to save people from poverty. Poverty, like all other suffering in this passing away world, is a result of sin. That is what Christ came to save us from. That is what his name means, saves us from sin. Evil in this world seems to form an invincible war machine, a superhuman institution. But it knows Jesus' name. and it fears it like nothing else. We know Jesus' name too, and in our quest for deliverance from evil, we call on it. Along with the amazed apostles, we ask, who is this that even the wind and sea obey? And who is this who at a simple command can drive off evil? And we answer, it is Jesus. Jesus. 
Son of God, Most High.